0: Welcome to the Double Double Podcast. This is our first episode, and uh, as always, and as I always will, uh, Zach is with me here. How you doing today, Zach? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. we uh, got some cool stuff to talk about here during uh, this next week of the NBA, and uh, we'll start right here with our Nuggets, who uh, they'll play the Pelicans here tonight. Zach, what are you looking forward to tonight's game?
1: <clears throat> Just looking uh, for a win, obviously, but uh, I want to see Jokic... With the triple-double specifically.
0: Yeah, I feel like he hasn't had a lot of triple-doubles this year. Uh, he's had a bunch. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything like it. Oh, wow. It's been double-doubles in pretty much, I think, probably, I, I don't know the percentages. He's at like 54 double-doubles, I think, um, so far here on this season. Um, I think it's 54, or something like that. Either way, he has more double-doubles than uh, Joel Embiid has games played. So That's the argument for MVP right there. Yeah, so we got the <laughs> Pelicans here tonight. Uh, the Nuggets will start this week um, with them. And it's a back-to-back uh, with uh, the Toronto Raptors tomorrow, which uh, you're going to that game. Zach, where are you sitting?
1: Uh, it's upper level, but, I mean, it's so expensive right now. It's like something like 75 a ticket, which... Before COVID, those were like fifteen to twenty. Yeah. That's just the comparison of how crazy that is. I mean, there's like a little less
0: than five thousand fans, I think, allowed there at Ball Arena. Um, so yep. just getting in the building is just, uh, I think, a fantastic feat uh, at this point with yeah. uh, the lack of fans. I'll be excited to wear the new jerseys too. Oh, you got to show me that before we walk out of here today. Yeah. I've not even, I still have not got my uh, uh, my city edition red, um, flat be, iron red edition. Some BS right there. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh decided for you to get away the game but uh let's kind of break down what the nuggets went up to here this last week or so so uh, flashback i guess a couple of weeks to so where we lose jamal murray um, uh, for the year and uh, it was the final minute of a pointless game a nine point loss and uh jamal uh, Murray's out there playing on percent which i'm never going to hit the player on the wrist for that but uh why is he out there in the first place coach man yeah i don't i don't know i uh
1: Definitely sad to see. I mean, that was a major blow to our title hopes, I think. We were pretty underrated, honestly, and I think had he not gone down, um, we had a pretty damn good chance of going all the way.
0: Yeah, we were something like 7-2 and two since we acquired Aaron Gordon prior to the um, Jamal Murray injury, and uh, despite the injury, we've actually played some solid teams, and we've actually won uh, a few games. So looking back to April 12th since the injury... Uh, the Nuggets uh, went on to beat the Heat, uh, beat the Rockets. That's nothing to write home about. Um, but then you beat the Grizzlies. You beat uh, the Trailblazers and what was a really close game. Did you watch that one at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one was uh, a little bit insane. They actually almost lost that game.
1: Um, Always glad to beat the Blazers. Yeah.
0: They're definitely a rival in my book. Well, they knocked us out in Game 7 two years ago in the playoffs, um, second round. Yeah. Um, and for what you know, for whatever reason, uh, the Blazers are not playing very well right now. Uh, I think they've lost four straight as of Tuesday morning. If they played yesterday, I didn't catch it. Um, so uh, the Blazers are a team that struggles, but they're not losing games. You know, 20 points. Like they, when they lost the Nuggets, it was a one-point game, 106-105 mm-hmm. final there last Wednesday. Um, but then the Warriors have been a problem for the Nuggets here, and they were a problem on Friday. Just smacked us there. Yeah, sadly we can't. We just can't beat the Warriors right now. And then, uh, luckily for the Nuggets, they get a uh, turn back around on that Saturday at a back to back and uh, dominate the Rockets 129 to 116 and uh, with the Grizzlies um, on Monday in a solid game. Another huge game for Michael Porter, by the way, um, that wow. Rockets won as well. His career high in points, 39, and then he scored 31 here on Monday.
1: So, yeah, going going with him, I want to see him put up another 30-point game, get three
0: 30-point games in a row. Let's see it. Yeah, you touched on it. I think uh, the season's likely uh, championship hopes are, are very likely over um, in terms of the Jamal Murray injury. I just don't think
1: – We have to see – the scenario is m p j and has to go nuclear like Jamal did last year mm-hmm. and then gordon needs to uh keep up on his defense he he plays pretty good defense but i've been noticing he gets in some foul trouble so yeah i mean, at least that's, in the last few games so
0: i i'm not gonna i i'm we're both working men so i haven't obviously caught every single minute of every every single game here to right. this point um but, yeah, the, the defense from Gordon, I don't think Gordon's really had a bad game. He's had better games than some other ones, um, but he hasn't really had a bad game since putting on a Nuggets uniform. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. If uh, this Nuggets team has any chance of not just winning a championship but leading the first round, I mean, you touched on it a little bit ago before we went live, um, that we might be looking at the Lakers here in the first round. Uh, and uh, we're going to need scoring. Yeah, that, that's this team's going to be well-rested with all the injuries. Anthony Davis just returned to the lineup last week. Uh, LeBron's looking to return here in the next week or two, probably possibly even this week, depending on how well uh, rehab Within goes. a week, apparently. Yeah, so um, to to get the Lakers when they're, you know, I, I guess the only, you know, a silver lining could be maybe they're not on the same page. Maybe they're not playing at the highest level um, due to the lack. I mean, when's the last time that LeBron and AD were both on the floor at the same time? Like, I don't remember. December? It's been a while. January something. It was really early in the season. They were, like, in the top two back then,
1: and now they're number five, so... Um, they've fallen quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I think uh, this Nuggets team, even without Jamal Murray, um, if LeBron's on the sideline, I think this team still beats the Lakers. I think the Jokic-AD matchup is kind of a wash, um, and I think that um, overall the Nuggets, if they get that bench going, when they when they get that bench going, it's uh, pretty incredible. Um, pretty, pretty fun stuff to watch. Um, but then you have a couple of games, like that Boston Celtics game a couple of weeks ago where uh, they had an 18-point lead, 13-point lead, something stupid with the – third quarter or i think it's an 18 point halftime lead and uh, anytime the bench came in they just gave it up and it was too late by the time the starters got back in the Celtics were rolling and um yeah so i mean that's the it's going to be a team effort if You're this right. team's going to win it's going to be You're right effort. i'm
1: having flashbacks to getting upset about that game now yeah i was
0: uh, i was like no I, that was one of the games that i've been able to watch every single minute from open from tip off to the final horn and uh yeah that was a very
1: frustrating game That, uh, it's so weird the Nuggets over. I've been a fan of them since about, uh, basically right when we traded Carmelo. Um, that's when I moved back here. And ever since I've been watching, they are a team that'll play to their opponent's level. So they could come out and dominate, just school whatever team they're facing, could be like a championship team, and they'll school them. And then going into halftime, they're like, all right, we got this. And they come out and they
0: lose it. Yep. It's uh, just weird. That, that's Denver sports for you. This yeah. is a very frustrating place to be. It's very exciting when things are going well. Um, you look at the Avs right now. They're playing good hockey. Um, the Nuggets last year. Um, that was probably the most fun I've had as a sports fan with the Avs in the playoffs. The Nuggets and their 3-1 comebacks. That's what this team's do. Mm-hmm. And I do not it's not a player thing, I don't think. I think it's some sort of voodoo down there in Pepsi Center, Ball Arena, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Um, yeah, these teams they just tend to play down to the level. Um, except for Monday's matchup, they should have beat the Grizzlies by 24 and they did. And, um, oh, they stomped them, they stomped them. And that's you know, you look back the previous Monday, they also played the Grizzlies and they had a win in overtime. And, uh, that one was way too close. It says a two point win, but it was really a five point win. They had a buzzer beater three from the Grizzlies. Um, there's a pointless three. So uh, really a five-point win. Um, it required Jokic to hit a big three there in overtime. Um, and I think Will Barton had to hit a three to send it to overtime in the first place. Um, so yeah, I mean, when this team plays at its highest level, and everyone on this team is playing really well, uh, maybe the Nets can stop them just because of the firepower that they have. But other than that, I uh, I don't know a team that can keep up with this team if this team is playing at its top level. I'm uh,
1: looking forward to this is jumping way ahead but like free agency even like I don't think we'll have a lot of money to spend but I'm curious what we're going to do with Will Barton especially with this injury now that's got to devalue him a tad I would say
0: well we we should have $10 million free next year because I don't think most stops coming back Aaron Gordon's going right. to be here. MPJ is going to be here. And um, I think you got plenty of depth at that the, the four spot. Monte. Uh, Ma- so. Monte Morris is a great signing. I know you're not super high on Monte. You don't hate him. but um, I don't
1: hate him and I don't necessarily really like him. But I think he's he's great for a role player. He's yeah. what we need on the bench for sure.
0: Now, my biggest thing with uh, Monte is whenever he's aggressive, that's that's when he tends to be the best he can be. Um, when, he, when he's playing hesitant – Mm-hmm. Um, that that's when he's, you know, wide open threes and he doesn't launch one. He's yep. a great shooter. He's actually a really really good shooter. And uh he just doesn't shoot a lot excuse me, at least last season he didn't shoot um when he'd have those open shots and now he's kinda yep. doing that. And that's what I was kinda telling you, and I, that's how we, this whole conversation came up originally mm-hmm. with Monte was Monte's looking good and you're like, Oh, it was Monte, he's the backup. I'm like, well dude, he's he's finally <laughs> shooting. You gotta, you gotta take baby steps with this team. He, this team is so young. True. He
1: just I remember back then, my criticism, he just needs to take the shots more, and he needs to be a little more aggressive. And I think we saw him doing that before his
0: injury, so... Yep. Um, he's out right now, and I think uh, Monte obviously isn't going to carry the scoring load. I think he's only scored over 20 points once this season, maybe twice, Um which we don't need him to. We don't need him to. And especially the way Jokic is playing. You look at Jokic's stat line. I imagine his assists have gone down here over the last few months. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been scoring a lot more. And that's something that you and I have both been calling for since uh, we started talking Nuggets over a year ago. Um, was Jokic needs to find the basket. And when he does that, and he can score 40 points at will. And a quiet 40. He's like one of those superstars. He's like a LeBron James where it's, oh, he has 45 points. What? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jokic is going to be the team or the team leader at this point. And he has been, but Jamal's been the emotional leader. So who's going to be the emotional leader? Who's going to get this team going? Who's going to cry in that ESPN, you know, post-game uh, interview? And that stuff? was pretty magical last year. Yeah, <laughs> who, who, who's going to do all of that? Who's going to be that guy? Um, unfortunately, I think Will. Um, if He could have been that guy if he wasn't injured. Um, but, yeah, looking looking at it, I, I don't see one. Maybe Aaron Gordon, but he seems a little too quiet. So, so.
1: little little... Uh black sheep here, JaVale McGee.
0: He's an energy player when he gets in. You're not wrong. Checked um, in the full MVP. I mean, how many times has he really gotten the game as a nugget, though, so far? I've only seen it twice. Right? He had one game where he was part of the rotation so and was getting early minutes.
1: What I heard on the last game, the announcer saying is, uh, since we have so many bigs, Malone is just cycling them in every other game. So Millsap didn't even play the last game, but he played this one. So I think that's what he's doing to keep him fresh.
0: Yeah, I think he's also kind of a problem, but when you acquire someone like an Aaron Gordon who's immediately jumping into the the starting role and you maybe had a rotation kind of figured out, which it kind of seemed like he did. Mm -hmm. uh, MPJ right now is playing a lot more three, um, whereas he was kind of part of the rotation at four. But I don't think he started the year, did he? he? MPJ was starting this year. Um, He was at, I believe he was.
1: Mostly at the four. I think yeah. he's a pure three. He, he should shoots. do a little bit of four, but yeah. he's so good at the three. He's got the mismatch like Kevin Durant. He's, a, he's, height. he's a great
0: small ball five, too, if you want to go small. Um, obviously, oh, you yeah. can't do that with a Jamal Murray out because um, you need Jamal to go small five. Um, but, now, yeah, I mean, the rotation, I'm not sure if Malone just, you know, throwing wrenches out there to see what's going to work or if um, he's – not sure what he's doing with his rotation at this point. Because like you said, yeah, sometimes Travelle will play 15 minutes, and other nights he plays zero. So, you know, what's going on there? Is Millsap playing tonight? Is Millsap going to play tomorrow night? Like, what what's the rotation? Instance, what can we expect?
1: Like, with this back-to-back, I guarantee...
0: He's going to play different bigs on each night. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see um, him go in tonight against the Pelicans, um, Javel McGee, that is, um, because the last two times we played the Pelicans, Steven Adams has absolutely just killed us on the boards. It cost us one of the games. We he's goofy. S- like,
1: that's all does. He's such an old-school center. Like, yeah, he's, he's,
0: he's the NS Cantor. Uh, we have problems with NS Cantor. Um, that's their job. Their job is to get on the offensive glass, to you know get under the skin of these bigs for the Nuggets um and unfortunately, they do a really good job. There was one time where Steven Adams had like three guys around him, and he just grabbed it threw it right over. Oh, so yeah. I, I think tonight's, tonight's a game where you could see JaVale. If you start seeing those problems with Steven Adams, um, I, I think you see JaVale McGee get in there. And uh, like you said, a very big energy player, but he's not playing enough minutes to be that energy player to push this Nuggets team um, through the finish line. Um, your thoughts on tonight's game, though, and, uh, before we move on to tomorrow? Um, I don't know who's injured for the Pelicans so I think I saw Lonzo was back last week so Lonzo's back in the lineup Um, that was the biggest this, injury that they were dealing with um, we're, I'm not exactly sure anyone else
1: we're getting to the point in the season where injuries do pile up and it actually matters a lot so <clears throat> if they have less injured big names than we do they probably could beat us, but I'm trying to
0: pull it up and see. Pelicans. I, th- I think well, we're gonna have Lonzo Ball back in the lineup tonight, and I'm assuming.
1: day to day. It says.
0: I, th- I think Faku will probably draw the Lonzo Ball um, tonight with uh, the start, and Lonzo being a ball handler and not a very good ball handler, dribbles out in front of him. I think uh, Faku could be a good matchup there for him tonight. I'm, uh, I'm coming up on that guy, actually. I he's, was thinking the same thing the other day.
1: He's growing on me. He's got a lot of energy.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's an old rookie. He's like 30-something years old, he's I think. 29. 29, yeah. So he, he's pretty old as a rookie. Um, that's an energy player. You want to talk about someone who could bring in energy, that guy runs. He does everything 100%. Um, and if you can take the lumps that come with playing a guy like Faku who makes mistakes um, and who's going to drive you crazy from time to time and he has games where he goes five for five from three and is just absolutely incredible he's a great catch and shoot uh shooter i just like seeing, to in his face.
1: sorry i just like seeing him do assists like he oh, got his a career pass. high yep. like 13 i mean obviously he's been playing euro league forever so mm-hmm. it's not really a true career high but for the nba it is so um i mean that's what he was known for there's a lot of teams actually trying to get him before we did so mm-hmm. we just kind of won on that um probably thinking because the nuggets our history with euro players is we developed them really well and they turn out good here Jokic is the prime example
0: yeah i mean we have uh evan Fournier was from the Mm euro league as well um i'm my matchup tonight though um i'm assuming this is worth going aaron gordon is probably going to draw zion i don't see anyone else guarding zion and how aaron gordon's been great defensively we touched on that a little bit ago but um He's is, uh... is he Zion good? Can he, you know, not? You can't shut Zion down. He's one of those players you can't stop Zion. It's it's slowing him down. Mm-hmm. It's not allowing him to give you know thirty five forty points. My opinion in the regular
1: season with star players, um, when they just have like one, and it's not a super team, kind of like the Pelicans, they just have like one, and then I mean you could say, uh, uh, what's his name? They uh, their small forward they have for the uh, Pelicans. Yeah. Oh man! They got him from the Lakers. What's his name? He's super good. Oh God, I have no Ingram. Brandon Ingram. Oh, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's on the cusp of being a star too. So like when when they have like a bona fide star like Zion, I I tend to just say let let that one guy go off and guard everyone
0: else. Yeah, well, I mean that's that's the problem is Brandon Ingram's actually been the problem offensively. Zion's you know quietly got his twenty or whatever points the last two times we played them. Um, but the Nuggets have had problems with Brandon Ingram the last two times they played. And this is going to be the first time that we've had Aaron Gordon on the Nuggets that we're going to be seeing the Pelicans, it looks like. Um, so does he draw Brandon Ingram? Or do you put uh, MPJ on Brandon? Because uh, Brandon is really long, but so is MPJ. Um, that's one thing a lot of people aren't talking about. MPJ is not a great defender, but his defense is much better this season than it was last year. He's starting to understand yeah. rotations. He's starting to you know move his feet more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, tonight defensively is really what I'm looking at is, you know, these are some solid players that they're going to have. You're going to have Lonzo ball. You're going to have Brandon Ingram. You're going to have, um, Zion Williamson. And then can you clear the glass? You can get a stop. The possession is not over until you get a rebound though. And that's what the nuggets need to do here tonight. Um, versus the Pelicans. Yep. When MPJ commits
1: to defense, he's actually pretty good at it. So that length helps him a lot. I mean, I still think he should put on like 10, 15 pounds, but whatever. Um,
0: moving on. What, uh, You got the Raptors tomorrow, and you're gonna like we said. You're gonna be at that game. You're gonna see uh, Kyle Lowry in company in uh, person. Uh, Realistically, I don't see this game being a problem for the Nuggets. Um, I think MPJ can outscore any of their guys. I think Jokic can outscore and outpass any of their guys. Um, and then you got Aaron Gordon, who um, I think has definitely started taking more of an offensive role here since Jamal's gone out.
1: The, uh, I'm looking at their injury report. They're beat up right now. Yeah, who, They've lost they
0: three people in the last two days. Who do they have on there?
1: <clears throat> I mean, I don't know this guy, but Paul Watson. They have that Gary Trent, who they just got from the Trail Blazers. He's out. Jalen Harris. Don't really know him as well. Uh, Chris... Boucher, I think, yep. is how you say it. Mm-hmm. He's actually an up and coming guy, but he's out. Um, so they're missing four of their 15 people. Well,
0: they have Rodney Hood on the bench, and Rodney Hood, for whatever reason, kills mm-hmm. the Nuggets anytime he, he turns out there. He, we saw that in uh, the Trailblazers series. Uh, what was that? Two years ago. <clears> Rodney <throat> Hood just came out and just three, three, dunked, three, reason, three. He was the turning point for them, yeah. honestly. He Who was that energy was player. Stupid, because he's. Uh, Let's be honest, he's not that good. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. It just There's some players who just pop off against teams, and it's just so frustrating. Obviously, I've been a Nuggets fan my entire life, so I, I don't look at other teams and, you know, what players are killing them. Uh, some of the players that always kill us, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Steph Curry seems to always pop off Every against time. us. Uh, Rodney Hood, for whatever reason. Um, Donovan Mitchell really only since the the playoffs. I think that was him and Jamal trying to
1: one-up contest. So that was enjoyable, of course.
0: I mean, there's not too much to talk about tomorrow's game due to all those injuries. And the Raptors are so thin and just in general before the injuries. So uh, they'll probably have like some sort of eight, nine-man rotation tomorrow night. Um, And the Nuggets should be able to capitalize on that with their super deep bench. Um, For the rest of the week, though, the Nuggets do have a couple of big games. Uh, They have the Clippers on Saturday, and then they'll uh, stay in L.A. over the weekend and uh, play the Lakers on Monday. And that'll wrap up their week. Um, So not a super—it's about 50-50. You know, the Pelicans are kind of a sleeper team. I don't really know where they stand in the standings there in the West, um, but they are a playoff team, if I'm correct. Who? Uh, The Pelicans. They're one of those play-in teams. Um, So
1: I did look yesterday. Let me see real quick.
0: Yeah, I mean, you got that. You got the Raptors. The Raptors, um, no, the Pelicans, not a solid team at the all. The
1: Pelicans um, need to go on a little run to even have yeah, a really? chance to play on. They're Let's three see. and a half games back of the Warriors, and the Warriors have been kind of streaky lately. So, Yeah. Um, I'm surprised the Spurs are there because they've been pretty quiet, but I guess they're
0: just hanging around. Yeah, I mean, any team coached by Greg Popovich is probably going to be in the conversation because that dude just takes guys with a oh. talent and makes them look like – a. He's well, well-run basketball players. He's probably one of the best coaches of all time in the NBA. He, he runs the system so better good. than him. and yeah. yeah, it's a pretty, pretty impressive. Um, but uh, looking at it for the week, we have the Clippers on Saturday. What uh, worries you about that game? Do you think the Nuggets can get that one done? No, <laughs> uh,
1: I'm pretty sure the Clippers have all the. Uh, they at least have their two stars healthy, and I think the Clippers. Yeah, they're eight and two in their last ten. I mean we're seven and three, but the Clippers don't have injury problems like we do. Um my, my well, let
0: me ask tonight. you this and then if uh, Jamal Murray is uh in the lineup tonight, do they beat the Clippers or on Saturday night rather, do they beat the Clippers on Saturday? Or do you think this is a yeah no, they would have lost no matter who if was in the lineup? Jamal
1: Murray, I think we'd be ten and oh in our last ten games. He was finally not finally, he's been uh he was catching his Good streak finally that he was doing in the bubble last year. Well, not even that, but he was
0: consistent. And that's the one thing Jamal Murray, you know, critics will say is he's not consistent. And uh, Ooh. he was finally consistent 20, 30, 40 points a game, whatever. Uh, we actually could beat the Clippers. Um,
1: I guess Kawhi's out again. Um, Paul George has been the guy this year, though. Beverly has been out forever. Uh, Serge Ibaka is still out. We'll see though when it comes. You said it's Saturday.
0: Saturday night at 8 p.m., yeah. Sweet. Well, um, um. And then
1: I'm just looking at the Lakers a little bit. They have quite a bit out too, but, um, everyone's day to day, so they'll yeah. probably.
0: I mean, Monday's Lakers game. LeBron could be back. It's not, it's five days out. He's out there on the court, you know, air, playing air ball. I don't know what you want to call it the other day. Um, but, yeah, he, I mean, he looks ready to go. That ankle looks good. He was rotating. He was spinning. Um, but as for Saturday's game, I, I don't know. Oh, the Aaron Gordon thing is great because you can lock down a guy like Paul George. Um, but that's another one of those guys you can't really stop if he's having his night. But Paul George is also he's due for a stinker here and there. Um, so, yeah, I think Saturday's game could be a good game. A big one in the standings, too, is the Nuggets sit fourth um, about two and a half games back from the – uh, Clippers and then two games, two games back. Yeah, it's two yeah. games now so after I mean, the win on Monday. If we can somehow beat them and then win our next two, there we go. Yeah, if the Nuggets go 4-0 and this week, I mean, I don't know what the Clippers look like, um, but say the Clippers go 2-2, two and two, the Nuggets slip up in that third spot because they'll have two of the th- uh, three head-to-head wins. Um, and then you're right behind the Suns. This is so close at the top. I mean, the Nuggets are at a point... Well, they could be the fifth seed or they could be the one seed. And I, uh, that's absolutely insane. Switching gears, not too much,
1: but uh, I think the Jazz and the Suns are pretenders. You think? Why do you say that? Uh, the Man. Suns haven't been in the playoffs for however long. And cp three's good, of course. But, like,
0: I... Uh, He's never been good in the playoffs, really. He's never done anything. The difference is for this is he's not one of those top two, top three scorers. You look at the scores for the Suns. He, I mean, he gets like 15 assists a game. Yeah. It, that's, what, like that's what. That's his job now. True. He's not scoring like he used to. The, the, the pressure to he score can't. is not on CP3. His job is to run the offense. He's like the traditional point guard, like eight points, 18 assists. Like that's a, that's a stat line for CP3 this season. So, yeah, DeAndre Ayton, yeah. that's a young player. Uh, Devin Booker, I don't think he's ever tasted playoff basketball in the NBA. Devin Booker is definitely going to probably do what Donovan Mitchell did last year. He's just going to go off. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the Suns team, you know, you, I that's my I haven't been sold on either the Jazz or the Suns this I'm, year um, because be the Jazz gets so hot and then they lose a couple stinkers and they get exactly. so hot again. They're I, very streaky.
1: I uh, have never been big on the Jazz, not just because they're our rival, but, like, um, they've never proven it to me, honestly. Um, go bear. Yeah, he's good at defense, but he doesn't do anything else really. He can get you like 10 to 12 points a game, and then you just put everything on Donovan. And then Mike Conley's been in and out of injuries, I feel like. Um, but they do have, uh, Joe Ingles, who's really good. He's like the best three point shooter in the league right now.
0: Yep, he's that role player, he's that, uh, Contagious Caldwell pulp from the, um, the, the but he, Lakers last year. He has a role. He sits on the corner, he waits for the ball, and it's up he's and in. better
1: at yep. it. Um, they have Bogdanovich. I don't know if he's injured or not, but he's good when he's healthy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just... Depending on who they draw, um, right now it would be the Grizzlies. I know they have that play-in, which I think is kind of weird this year. But um. <laughs> if the Warriors could take that spot, I think that would be hard for the Jazz, but I see the Jazz getting to the second round at least and then getting beat by whoever.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't see a team. I mean, there's some great matchups. Now, imagine the Trailblazers. Like I said, they're struggling. Yes. Okay, so they did win yesterday, by the way. They won their game last night. Um, but prior to that, was a four-game losing streak. They're setting seven, and they're only a game and a half ahead of the Grizzlies. And they play the Grizzlies, I think, twice this week, oh. if I'm correct. I mean, so you're talking this could be huge, huge shifting. Uh, the Spurs are tied. Um, with the Grizzlies and record so they could slide up into that eighth spot. Um, so who the Jazz draws, like I said, it, it's like the top half of the Western Conference, you know, from the Lakers up to the Jazz, those five teams, the Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Suns, and Jazz, um, they're all jockeying for, or they could all potentially be number one. I don't think the Lakers could make it to number one. Um, no. Only, I mean, what do they have left? I 11 games. Uh, they're setting eight back.
1: This kind of reminds me of when LeBron was with, like, the heat or even the calves um i mean he did take them not just him obviously but uh they were the number one seed a few times but basically after they won a title and everything like after that it's just kind of like cruise control during the regular season and then like towards the end of it they're gonna pump it up and then in the playoffs they're just gonna destroy people so yeah they don't care where they're seed is yeah I this is the
0: the Kawhi Leonard uh Raptors this is the Kawhi Leonard uh Clippers of last year um they sit out and kind of rest up and then just you know from zero to 100 right in the playoffs Exactly. And, uh, yeah that's what it kind of smells of um I think that AD getting back in the lineup was definitely important because they needed a I mean like I said he hadn't played in three months two months whatever it was um so getting him back getting him uh into it really I mean, are the two veteran guys, so in terms of them meshing together and you know figuring it out, they were playing really well together last year. I don't think it's going to be a problem this year, um, especially yeah. with what it was a 90-day turnaround for them, 100 days, 101 days between when they won their championship to when they tipped off. Um, so yeah, I don't think this team's going to be rusty. It's going to be really interesting, and like we said, um, with the Nuggets being out, um, Jamal Murray and possibly Will Barton for the foreseeable future, um, their MVP candidate, Nikola Jokic, is going to have to uh, step up and uh, – be better than he already has which is a lot to ask because uh he's your favorite to win the MVP right now yeah so we could segue into that um looking at some other
1: polls which i personally don't really care what the media says because they all have a narrative and they want to go with who's more popular not necessarily who's the best all the time because um, i mean lebron should have been mvp the last like eight years ten years if you're doing it that way mm-hmm. um anyways uh and one of the ones I'm looking at, it is, I think it's like Kia's sponsored poll or whatever. Jokic is number one and Embiid's number two. Um, and then you have you have Curry as number three, which Curry's been on fire, so respect. But their record is garbage
0: for an MVP, so yep, I, I don't I, think that's fair. I think you have to be top four, probably top in, like in your division in your conference in order to um, get in the talks because he said last week, oh, I'm the MVP. Like, no one's playing better. And yeah, uh, you're not wrong, but MVPs play really well, and the they win games. But the whole season,
1: has he been playing that mm-hmm. game No. It's like last like month or so. Yeah, he's just having dynamite games that like offset his averages. But anyways, um, we have the exact same record as the 76ers. We're fourth place in the West. 76ers are second. So, what that does is that puts Jokic up, in my opinion, on Embiid. Also, Embiid hasn't, has missed, what, like 18 games? Mm-hmm. That's like a fifth or a fourth of the season. That's not really fair if
0: he was to get it. I, Jokic has been available every single game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he's had, like, what, two rough games? And even those who are still putting up stats. So Yeah, I mean,
1: he's just had an incredible year. I mean, As Nuggets fans, we all saw this kind of building and coming from the very beginning Mm -hmm. with him. Um, And I think people around the country necessarily haven't, which sucks. But um, Denver's never really covered that much for some reason. So this will help us get on the big map now, probably.
0: I I want to make it clear that I've never not picked uh, Nicola as my MVP. I've said when we've talked about it in the past that I don't think he'll get it because of the national media and because of the way that is being presented. I think Nikola Jokic is the best player in the league at the moment, and I think last year he was the number one center in the league, and he should have got the all-pro bid over um, Embiid last year. Uh, the argument with Embiid is just his defense is better, and I'm not going
1: to lie, and you wouldn't either. His defense is better. That's He's more of a defensive center. I mean, he does score a crap ton. He's a order, uh, averaging... 30 a game, which is more than Jokic, but he doesn't he doesn't assist. He doesn't. Get, I don't think he gets as many steals as Jokic because Jokic actually surprisingly gets a lot of steals. Well, Jokic
0: plays fantastic weak side defense, and that shows in his steal column. Um, I mean, there's two games last week. It was right after the report came out about the it was a new update in the the Kia race to the MVP race or whatever, and uh, they said, oh, Jokic doesn't play defense, well, uh, so Embiid should be number one. And then, like the next two games, the two games came down to the rim, and Jokic was there with a steal and one, and a block and another. So, (laughs) I mean, he he, is he the best defender? No, I'm never going to you know put him over Rudy Gobert as best defender at the center spot. But uh, he he is serviceable, and that's all you can ask from a guy that puts double doubles up like it's you know like he just woke up. (laughs) How easy we brush our teeth, and how easy we you know eat a breakfast or whatever we do. That's what he does. He wakes up and he just it's a double double every single time. And, uh, I mean, that, that's got to be for something. I'm, yeah,
1: I mean, Jokic, if you just look at it, he's a point guard in a center body. That's
0: all he is, and that's what
1: his stats reflect. So Yep,
0: calls himself a fat point guard is what he says. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he's my pick. I don't think it's even close. It's not
1: close. Let's um, be honest. It's It'd be some BS if he doesn't win it. Yep. I'm, I'm going to be very upset. Um, That's not just because we're Nugget, Nuggets
0: fans. It's like. It's because he deserves, he deserves it. It's the right choice, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, would you be surprised, I guess, if Embiid
1: is the MVP? Su- I would not be surprised. I'd be angry. Again, he's missed too many games. They've used that in the past for certain people that have had better stats than other people that have won MVP, and I think they need to stick to that. You, If you miss more than 20% of the season, you should be disqualified.
0: Yeah, and I, I think another good point. The Nuggets and the um, the Seventy Sixers have the exact same record. They're both forty and twenty one. Yep, um, and that's with the, and, and, well, that's, and that's without having Embiid for how many games did he miss? Eighteen or something yeah. like that. So he missed eighteen games, and your team is still able to win. Yeah,
1: exactly. So
0: you're on a great team. Whereas the, if Jokic wasn't here, bro, what are we at? How many wins do we have if Jokic say Jokic went out first week with an injury? Knock on wood. We'd probably be 20 and 40. It'd be reversed. Exactly. So <laughs> that's an MVP to me, and that was kind of the argument with Giannis a couple years ago when he won it. Um, it was you know everyone else, This is a really good team. The the Bucks are a really good team. If he wasn't there, they'd only drop a couple of spots. But that, that when when you're looking at a race like this where it's you know. I wouldn't say it's close, but the media is making it close. You have to look at these little things. You know, mm-hmm. as we opened the show with, it was Nikola has more double-doubles than Embiid has games played this season. Yeah. That, that, that's everything you need to know. That's, like, so impressive on its own. <laughs> that's. I think it's been, like, a, two games that he hasn't had a double-double, two, or a triple-double, one or the other. It's, like, it, it should be no contest. There should be... Steph Curry unanimous vote type of uh, you know runaway for Nikola, but because he is five playing in Denver, it's not that easy for the national media to come to grips with. He's a European player,
1: like I think the last European guy besides Giannis, because I don't really, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a European guy, even though he is. Yeah, the last person besides him I think was Dirk
0: way back in the day. I, that's, the, that's the best way to do it, too, because uh, Jokic is very much like a Dirk. They both have their signature, you know, the Sambor shuffle versus the logo spin around fadeaway. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Jokic is better than Dirk. Dirk didn't have yep. the great passing ability that Jokic has. Jokic is the best passer, and that's coming from Shaq. Shaq says he's one of the best passers in the NBA. Definitely the best passing five. Some people have said of all time, and that's, what, that's what people like uh, Oluwan or Oluwan, I can't even say that name. Hakeem. Um, yeah, that Hakeem. And um, <laughs> It's guys like that. you you're picking you're picking guys like that and you're saying Jokic is better and he's not the MVP on a year where his team is now without their second best player um that's probably what it's it. going to come down to i think we have 10 to 15
1: games on to say maybe 12 games left i think something. it's like i think it's 11 we're playing is 72 this year too it's okay. 72 this year so i think we have 11 left so we need to win probably more than half so let's say 7 of the 11 and then he needs to probably put up a few triple-doubles and just take over in a few of those games, and I think he'll wrap it up. But to also help his case, he needs, we need to stay ahead of the 76ers or stay even with them, I think, is what it'll come down to as
0: well. Yeah, and that's the problem I was just looking at. Like I said, they're both the same um, record and not, and how much the national media will give the Nuggets in terms of hey, they lost Jamal Murray, you know, if they had Murray, if they went eight and three, he's the MVP. If uh, without Murray, um they go four and seven, then I mean that's I think that's a wrap. I yeah. think you're right. I think the, the record the wins are more than just playoff seating for the Nuggets right now. It's it's is Jokic gonna be the MVP based off of the wins that they uh, rack up here the last eleven games. Looking at the 76ers
1: schedule, they have like the softest schedule. Yeah, like-, the, like Hawks twice, Spurs, Bulls, Rockets, Pelicans, Pistons, Pacers, Heat.
0: And then the magic twice, like that's not terribly yep. that, hard. That that team probably finishes eight and three or uh, nine and two, something like that, I would assume, based off of that. Whereas the Nuggets, they play the Clippers, the Lakers, the Nets, the Jazz, uh the Blazers. So I mean four of their last eleven are against teams that are solid freaking teams. And uh I wish looking at the positive side of this. If you win these games against the Clippers, if you win this game against the Lakers, if you beat the Jazz, if you're competitive even against the, the Jazz, Nets, yes, we need to beat the Jazz. If you're competitive against all these teams, if you're winning these games, it's really undisputed. Mm-hmm. Based off the schedule, so Nuggets no, just do your job at this point. I think I think if the Nuggets go out there, if they can finish the season eight and three, at the worst, I think Jokic will walk away with the MVP. He should. And once again, I'm not gonna be surprised How if crazy he crazy is it gonna be if he does win it too. It's. But I remember. It's just awesome if he does. I remember two years ago, before we uh, our first time in the playoffs with this squad, and he won the first team all pro, and was that was a that. freaking deal and a half, dude. Everyone, everyone was losing their mind. Um, it was fantastic to talk about. Everyone's excited. Oh, we're finally getting the uh, you know the acknowledgement that we need. Like this is everything. Blah blah blah. And uh, if he gets MVP, I mean. Has Denver ever had an MVP? No. Nope. I don't think we have. No. Nope. so Just Peyton, you know. Yeah. I'm just. <laughs> we're going to have a league MVP. And I'll tell you what, that's going to be a lot more fun of a podcast to record when we get to talk about Jokic as MVP heading into the, the playoffs oh, I here. I hope so. So hopefully we're going to do that in a couple of weeks. Uh, speaking of the playoffs, I want your finals pick. Who, who's your pick for the NBA finals? We, we know East is kind of simple, right? I think everyone knows it's uh, going to be the guys out
1: there in Brooklyn. It, it seems like... Uh, James Harden is probably not injured anymore and he's probably just resting is mm-hmm. my guess. Yep. Which is funny because he was coming out saying he was the MVP and it's like, dude, you're on a team Super of three team. top, like, ten people. Shut well, up. And
0: then another uh, all-pro, former all-pro and former all-star, and Blake Griffin. Like, Right. And Blake, like, You can say all you want about Blake Griffin being washed right, right. up, but having yeah, a guy right, like, like, like that... You tell me if you're a Nuggets fan right now, are you really saying no if they say Blake Griffin to uh, the Nuggets? No, and then you're not. So Blake Griffin's an addition to any team, especially
1: since the Nets didn't
0: give up anything for him. Like nope, that'd be a cool. Um,
1: but yeah, Nets are going to be in the finals. Like no,
0: no argument. There's no way they're not going to be. It'd be super weird. So then your problem here, and my problem when I make my pick here in just a moment your Western conference pick. And I swear if we agree on this, this it's going to be the worst podcasting, worst worst (laughs) sports talk ever. But I want your pick for the West. Um, Super competitive as we touched on here.
1: I'm going to go with the Lakers. Lakers and Nets. And I think the Nets
0: will win. Yep. Nets have been my pick to win the championship since they signed Kevin and since they signed Kyrie. Um, So they're definitely my pick. Oh, man. Um, I think it's going to be the Lakers as well. That was my pick preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, they only got better. They have Schroeder. But here's the thing: is looking at it. I mean, the Lakers could fall. I mean, looking here. I don't know what the Lakers' schedule looks like. Uh, if they fall, they, they could fall. fall. I and mean, they're only two games ahead of the top spot or the bottom spot. Uh, you know what would be awesome is the Clippers and the Lakers in the first round. At, what, what, what do we need to do <laughs> to get that? that be fantastic. Get one of those two. Um, but like we said, if the playoffs ended today or started there, rather, um, the Lakers are playing the nuggets, that's probably a, a quick five, six game series without Jamal Murray. Yep. Um, easy. You got the jazz playing the Grizzlies jazz walking out of that one. The Blazers and Suns is the one that I think if the playoffs started, today would be absolutely one. incredible. And I think the blazers actually upset the Suns in that one. The only problem yep. being Deandre Ayton and who matches up with the big there, um, Nurkic Nurkic is solid, but he's not that athletic big guy. He's just a big, strong dude. Um, But, yeah, I think the Blazers would ultimately win um, the series Mm -hmm. versus the Suns. And the Clippers would draw the Mavericks in the rematch of their first-round matchup from last season. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the Clippers walk away with that one.
1: I think uh, Przingis is still out. I'm not 100 on that, but um, they're not a good matchup. There's actually rumors of uh, Mark Cuban... um, Shop and Porzingis at the trade deadline, so I think they need to figure that out next season. Because uh, obviously, Doncic and Porzingis separate are really great players, but mm-hmm. when well, we they don't mesh as well. well we haven't
0: seen much. they have injured. Porzingis is always injured. That's True a guy that's is. you know he's going to be a Dwight Howard type. Uh, Except he never reached the pinnacle. Like At least Dwight Howard made it to a finals. I don't think Porzingis will ever do that because he can't stay healthy long enough. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of injured. what his career reminds me of. So. But, I mean, yeah, looking at it, I mean, then you have the Clippers, you have the Lakers, you have the Blazers, and the Jazz. So We've
1: got to take into account that play-in thing. And I think the Warriors are definitely going to play into it. And they're doing, uh, for the play-in thing, it's the top, it's 7 through uh, 10, correct? Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they're seeding it. It's probably 7 and 9 and 8 and 10, probably, but... If the Warriors get the Grizzlies by Grizzlies, <laughs> yeah. Um, Spurs are just a tough team, but I think the
0: Blazers would whoop them. I think if the Warriors get into play and they're going to the playoffs either way, oh, so yeah. they just have to have a strong finish. They um, just need a coast. Oh man, that'd be a great if they if they did seven and ten and Trailblazers and Warriors were to play. Uh, that'd be a great series too. I think. It's and like I think the Warriors can do it. Is it? Oh, is it really? Is it one game? Let's look that up. See, I'm. I honestly did not know. Quite the NBA fan that I am I didn't remember That they were doing The play-in thing this season Until like it's so weird, Two or three man. weeks ago He's completely Done this later. in forever No So By the way For my pick for the final Oh god I'm trying I'm trying to work through this I'm trying not to pick the Lakers Oh man
1: Oh So this is weird
0: um, Yeah Tell me how this is how, Maybe I'll make my pick for this one
1: What? Uh, so the ninth and 10th place Will play each other And the 7th and 8th Will play each other that's dumb. That is super dumb.
0: That's, that's so. Uh, that You get punished for being what? higher up in the standings there. That's so oh. bad for the Grizzlies in that case because if the Grizzlies hold on to that eighth spot, then they have to play up. But then the Warriors get an easier matchup as the tenth spot versus a Spurs team who's lower in the standings.
1: Okay, so this makes a little more sense. The seventh and eighth seed play each other, and whoever wins that is in the playoffs. Okay. And then the loser goes down in place. Whoever wins between the ninth and tenth. Okay, I'm down for that. I'm down for that. that. I'm gonna say if, if it's like
0: if it's one game, they both one games. Yeah, that's what it. One games, one that's game. What it's cool. Well, if it's if it's one game, and you get the Trailblazers, Grizzlies, I think the Trailblazers win that one, and then in you get the Spurs and the Warriors, and the Warriors beat the Spurs, and then so, oh, or. Yeah, yeah, So make it weird. I don't even know what wow. the East looks like for that. Let me look. I don't even care about the East, bro. The East is a joke of mine. Uh, it is.
1: But uh, looking at their winning records, they're actually on par with the West. But at the same time, most of the East teams are weaker, less star power and whatnot. Um, Pacers and Wizards, like the Wizards, come on. I mean, Bradley Beale's good, Westbrook's Ugh. good, but besides them, there's nobody.
0: Could you imagine in the Rockets right now? 15 and 47. That's gross. Uh, I mean,
1: yeah. I think the Thunder are going to be a threat in the next five years. They have like 5,000 picks. So, um, Hornets in the heat right now. I don't know. It's weird the heat aren't as good as last year. Mm. What else we got? I
0: think just – I'm, I'm going to finish my pick. I'm going to go Lakers and Nets. I'm going to stick with my preseason pick. Yep. Um, I just It sucks. We can't sit here and argue about it. Um, but there's not much argument when you got the firepower that both these teams have here. All right. Well, I want some picks just in general. We got some crazy games this week um, here in the NBA. And I want some picks here with some pick em. Um Starting with tonight's game versus uh, were with the Clippers. And they're playing at the Suns there in Phoenix. Your pick. Suns. Kawhi's out. I'm going to go with the Suns as well. I think DeAndre Ayton is going to be a problem for them as well as Devin Booker. Um, too much firepower for them. Uh, Jazz at the Suns on Friday night. Mm. This is a the one and the two spot this is for a the shame. Western Conference, and um, I'm not sure how many times these two teams have played throughout the entire season, but uh, the Suns are one game behind the Jazz. So if they hold the tiebreaker after this, the Suns will jump into that first spot on Friday night. So it's gonna come down to whoever wins between
1: the Suns and the Clippers. If the Suns win that, I'm gonna pick them against the Jazz. Because they're going to be super hungry to take that spot. So you're picking the Suns on Friday.
0: Well, you picked the Clippers. So so based off what you're doing, you said the Clippers tonight. No, no, no. I said the Suns. Oh, the Suns tonight? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because so oh, yeah, they don't have quiet. That's right. Okay, exactly. so Suns versus the Clippers, and then you're picking the Suns versus the Jazz. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to go with oof, the Jazz. I think Donovan Mitchell is... Um, playing uh, the leadership type basketball that that team's needed for years, and I think uh, with uh, Rudy Gobert and company, and just the uh, Jazz don't have a lot of flashy names outside of Donovan, um, but that's a solid team, and I think uh, Rudy Gobert matches up really well with DeAndre Ayton. <clears throat> and uh, the curious, Nuggets. Ooh, sorry. I'm no, curious go ahead. to
1: see if Utah has anyone out. It's hard to keep up with the injuries. So Mike... Thanks so much right now. So, um, Donovan's out right now, and so is Mike Conley again. He's out. Big surprise, Conley's out again. What's uh, what Donovan out
0: with? Uh, oh, the rolled ankle. He uh, yes, has, rolled his ankle. Yeah, that's right near
1: mine. Um, on the twenty fourth, he'll be reevaluated in one week. So on
0: Friday, okay, he'll so be he's reevaluated. At, uh, let me let me switch that out then. Um, oh man, reevaluate. How long ago did he roll his ankle? And do we I see did the exactly a week from uh, Friday? What, what, was, what was the grade on the sprain? Was it a sprain? Doesn't
1: say on this little report. I tell you what, if
0: that's a, like a grade two, grade three, am I'm. I'm Thinking he's probably not playing, but that's a big game, dude. Something, uh, you know, you pop a couple pills, give him a little shot, and throw him out there. That's the kind of game this is. Oh man. And um,
1: Mike Conley reaggravated his hamstring, so he's probably going. They're probably going to keep him out to the playoffs. Yeah, I would shut him down. He was
0: fantastic for them in the playoffs in the series he's with great. the Nuggets. Um, I would, I would have shut him down weeks ago. There's really no point. Um. So it doesn't say great. So it's just a right ankle sprain, and he. Injured himself on
1: April sixteenth. It says. And the Suns are not missing barely anyone. They got Crowder out, which he's a he's kind of a role right, player. Well,
0: I and mean, picking this game requires me to pick whether Donovan's going to play or not. Um, I think the Suns won the night. I think it puts heat on the Jazz, and I think the Jazz put Donovan back in the lineup. I don't think that matters. I think it gives me uh, like 50%. So I'm picking the Suns as well on that one on Friday. I think they'll take that first spot, um, especially with the way the pl- playoffs are kind of working out. They don't know who's like it's you're not shuffling around to try to get your best matchups right now because you don't know how that play in is going to work. Right. Um, at this point, you're just trying to grab the highest seed. So I think the Suns are going to win in that one as well on Friday. Moving on to the Nuggets at the Lakers on Monday. This comes down to
1: LeBron being back or not. Yeah, if he's back, we're losing by 20. If he's not, I think
0: we'll win by five. Um, I don't know when they reevaluate for uh, LeBron. Um, I'll have to look that one up too. Let's see. But uh, yeah, I'm on the same page. If LeBron James is back, this is uh... <laughs> dude. They're gonna have Anthony Davis, Marc Gasol, Caruso,
1: Schroeder, and Caldwell Pope all in time. And then LeBron just says he's just out indefinitely, and that was on the 27th, which is and no updates on that since that was yesterday, right? Twenty seventh. Let's see what they say here. What is that today? Yeah. That was
0: Dennis Schroeder <clears throat> excuse me, Dennis Schroeder says he'll be back soon. When talking to the media, it looks like. Oh man, LeBron looked really good, and that's a big game. I bet you LeBron's back on Monday.
1: Yep. I would I, not uh, be. And he's gonna come out like just <laughs>
0: destroying us. Yeah, I bet you. Okay, so I'm I'm picking He'd LeBron to be back us. in on Monday. Um, I should be writing this down, by the way. So I. Keep you accountable for your picks, huh? Um, so, uh, I said Lebron's back on Monday, and I think they beat the Lakers, or uh, the, the Lakers beat the Nuggets, rather. Yeah, agreed. If he's back, we're gonna
1: lose. Do you think he's, he's back on Monday? I. It's hard to tell. You got to make a pick here, Zach. <laughs> uh, so you're just doing a stone cold pick? No,
0: no. If he's oh, back yeah, I, or I, not? Yeah, No, you got to make the prediction. If he's gonna, if you think he's gonna be back, and then make your pick on that, or if you don't.
1: Well, yeah, if he's not back, we're going to win. What but. do you think
0: he'll be back on Monday? Then let me ask you that first. Uh, Make that pick. Make that I pick This <laughs> is the fun and I think style. he'll be back. Okay, you think he's back, so do you think the Lakers win as well? Yes. So we are both on the same page here, so we're either both going to have really good records or really bad yep. records, it looks
1: like. We have the same pick so far. This yeah. one. Nets and
0: Bucks. Yeah, the first of two Nets mm-hmm. and Bucks for next week. I picked this one on my radio show yesterday, and I'll let you pick this one first. It's going to be the Bucks. Wow, we finally have a pick our first pick. <laughs> Kyrie's in. They don't have James Harden. Kevin's in. James Harden. Kevin Durant's still working himself back. I'm picking the Nets, though. I picked the Nets yesterday. I have to stick with the Nets now. So uh, the Nets, and that's going to be the first one that we disagree on. And uh, <laughs> to wrap up our five picks for the week, uh, Blazers at the Celtics. um Big implications for the Blazers who are still trying to get into the play or stay into the play-in tournament and uh, find their way into the playoffs here as the seventh seed, uh, sitting at uh, 11 games back from first um, with two teams, the Grizzlies and the Spurs, a game and a half back from them. Um, i so, with the Blazers. They only have one injury, and it's Zach Collins. What are we looking at for the injuries for the Celtics, so though? Boston has – And Boston's a sloppy team this season, too. They only have Kemba. It's a wash.
1: That's a pick em for yeah. sure. Oh, That's,
0: man. I see. My hmm. thing is, the, the Celtics were getting straight dominated when we played them. The Nuggets did, that is. Um, and then just for whatever reason, our bench just salted the game away. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Blazers are competitive no matter who's on the court, and they're losing close, slim games. So I'm picking the Blazers in this one. So mm-hmm. the difference in this week is going to be the Nets and the Bucks game on Sunday for us. Uh, who wins the week in the record? <laughs> um, so there we go. Um, we got that. And uh, I guess next week we'll break down those picks. We'll see uh, what we're sitting at. We'll talk about the Nuggets week. Is LeBron back? Is Donovan Mitchell back? We'll figure that out this weekend. But um, as for now, that'll do it. This is a double-double podcast, Zach. Um, Hope you have a good week, and uh, we'll see you around. You will.